Welcome to the High Achievers Club. This podcast is for you, the big dreamer, goal getter, ceiling breaker, trailblazer, and quota crusher. You're in the right place if you want unstoppable success without sacrificing yourself and your sanity in the process. I'm your host, Becca Powers, best-selling author of Harness Your Inner CEO. And here at the High Achievers Club, you will get the tools you need to have a professional and personal life that thrives beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the first ever episode of the High Achievers Club. I'm so excited to start this process with you and start to fold you in to my mind and the things that I think are important for you to live a personal and professional life that thrives. So in today's episode, being number one, I'm going to share a little bit about myself, but I call this journey from minimum wage dollar store employee to six-figure Fortune 500 sales executive because that's my journey. And within that, I would say the three major takeaways for today's episode is going to be why mindset matters, the pros and cons of climbing the corporate ladder, and breaking the generational scarcity mindset. And we'll start by just talking a little bit about me and my background and where I come from. So my family is very interesting. I always say I had such a unique upbringing, which I thought was normal and then realized that it wasn't. But mom and dad powers were full-time musicians when I was born. And my dad was a guitar god. And my mom was the goddess of the keys. And she played piano and keyboard and can sing anything from Stevie Nicks to Heart. She was such a phenomenal harmonizer with my dad, who also um, loved singing lead vocals and played lead guitar. But he would sing things from Pink Floyd to um, Jimi Hendrix to Led Zeppelin. So my parents were the epitome of the, you know, hippie generation. And it was so cool to grow up with them because I really did grow up around um, music. I had Marshall Stacks as my end tables in the house. My parents always had a jam room. We had drums, guitars, pianos. And on the best of days, everybody was singing and dancing. And on the worst of days, there might have been some grumpiness from hangovers. So I had a little bit of everything growing up, but most importantly, um, my parents had a huge focus on creative expression and being able to be free. They had a huge emphasis on freedom. And for me, I might have had too much freedom, which is why I ended up going down the corporate path. They (laughs) really wanted me to be a musician too. And I remember thinking, uh, you know, I think I'll go I'll go into sales or something. So it's kind of funny how we rebel against our parents and I rebelled into corporate and structure while they um rebelled from their parents into, you know, sex, drugs and rock and roll. So I think they probably had the cooler version of rebellion, but uh nonetheless rebels we are. So, um, my mom's side of the family is awesome. I love, we, I call it the West side. What's up West side? Um, the West side of the family were from Indiana 
and um, just a whole bunch of really great people. I'm very fortunate to have a close relationship with the West side of the family. I am really close with my cousins and my aunts and just, it's, it's really nice to be able to have a depth of relationship with your family. But um, the interesting part about it is that what kind of like that Midwest feeling, there is some, I want to call generational scarcity mindset stuff going on. And not that any of it's bad, but we have had a lot of family grow up in, you know, um, automotive or farmers and things like that, which are very important trades. However, I remember being really young and my mom telling me that if I grew up to be an adult and made over $40,000, then I made it. And I was a high achiever. Let's just get the persona out on the table. I was a high achiever since the time I was born, I'm pretty sure. Like walked early, talked early, loved playing sports, loved being competitive, just loved anything where I got to express myself in that type of manner. I just wanted to do things first or do things well. And I just find it kind of fascinating that we are kind of wired of how we are, have been like that a long time. So nonetheless, I was like, wow, $40,000 isn't a lot of money. So (laughs) I was like, maybe I'll just be a teacher, I guess, or something. So that was kind of my thoughts as a child is, you know, $40,000 is making it. Going to my dad's side of the family, I wasn't as close with the power side of the family, but today I do have a good relationship with my cousins and my aunts, and it's just really nice. I'm 43 years old, so I'll just set it on the table, y'all. I'm 43, and I feel like reconnecting with my family over the past few years has been a very important piece of my getting older. I feel like I ignored a lot of the stories my parents shared about how we grew up and who this person is and why this connection is important. I was like, I don't care. And then now that I'm older and here's the news flash, both mom and dad powers are passed away. And so here I am at 43, not living with my parents alive. And I have lots of questions and curiosity around things. So I definitely have enjoyed restoring my relationships with my family. So anyway, moving back on to dad powers. I always call them daddy-o. Daddy-o's side of the family, they were much more prestigious. So even though I have some generational, I call it scarcity mindset that runs in my family, I'm not really sure where it all came from on my dad's side because my dad's side both my grandmother and my grandfather, I called them Oma and Opa, because my dad was an army brat and grew up in Germany and spoke fluent German and a couple other languages. My dad was very educated, and he really resisted that affluent lifestyle. So he wanted to build his own his own worth, his own story. He wanted to be a rock and roll legend. And so he forged his own path. So I know where I get my trailblazer from. But as far as the money goes, I mean, they were pretty astout from what I understand. And both of my grandparents are deceased on my dad's side too. So I don't know much about their financial situation. But my grandfather was a two-star general. And my grandmother, she was like one of the first aeronautical engineer graduates from Purdue. And this is in the 1940s. So 
they were pretty, like I said, affluent. And so I would imagine that they had uh, that high achiever in them. But I imagine their mindset around money was probably a little bit more abundant than the one that I got instilled with. But nonetheless, that's a little bit about my background. Hello there, hackers. Pausing the podcast for a moment because you know I'm all about breaking up those burnout cycles and getting you to your peak potential. So I want to offer an opportunity for you to self-assess whether you're in burnout or not. So if you go to BeccaPowers.com forward slash burnout, there's a free assessment for you there. All right, let's get back to the show. And I wanted to title this episode, Minimum Wage Dollar Store Employee to Six-Figure Sales Executive, not because I'm toting how much money I make. I do think people are very taboo when it comes to money. And I think it's important to talk about money, not in the sense of being braggy, but being in the sense of it's okay to want to make money. And for me, I was the one having to break that mold and make it okay to make money. Making money is something I've had to carry a lot of shame about. And I know this sounds crazy. And in some future episodes, we're going to talk more about generational mindset and kind of when you're breaking it, um, what it's accompanied a lot with like shame and guilt. So I won't spend all this airtime talking about that, but I wanted to just share that there is an element Two, wanting to hide being successful when being successful was not okay or wasn't cool or something like that. So this is one of the reasons I wanted to create the High Achievers Club is because I wanted to create a place where people who genuinely like to achieve and want to create success and are successful So whether you're starting off or whether you're already in it, or maybe it's not about money, but you just want to be around other people who genuinely like achieving and creating. Like for me, I'm an artist. I don't play music like my parents, but my art is creative expression. So I enjoy podcasting. I enjoy writing. I wrote a book. I'm in sales for a living and have found that I love, that's how I get to express my art. It's like a craft and I And then it's really cool when you get to help a customer and you get to close a deal and then all that adrenaline. So there's like an element, there's a persona to the high achiever that I just adore. And I wanted to create a space where like I can have other people like me hang out and we can all talk about, you know, who we are and how we are and, you know, the really good parts of who we are and then also kind of the shadowy parts. So we'll get into a lot of that stuff during this podcast, but. Going back to the story of why I wanted to name the episode Dollar Store Employee to Sales Executive and throw in the minimum wage to six figures is that I have literally done that with my own two hands. And I'm not saying that in a way that, I mean, I am proud of myself, but I'm not, again, not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because There's a lot that goes into that. There was a lot of mindset work that had to go into that. I had to, and I want to kind of get in that your mindset absolutely 110% matters. I could have taken the truth that my mom shared with me when I was just a little girl that if I made $40,000 a year, I've made it. 
I've made commission checks that are $40,000. And that feeling of being able to provide for my family and save for my kids' college educations or help them put a down payment on a car or do something that back then I never, ever, ever thought was possible. And one of the things that I want to get through is that if you're listening to this and you're A, identifying, that's awesome, keep hanging out, and B, are feeling maybe a little inspired, like, wow, if she can do that, then I can do that too. And that is absolutely something that I want to get across because your mindset, my mindset was, I think I can do that. I think I could do more than that. And then I did more than that. And then I thought I could do more than that again. And I just kept challenging myself and telling myself that I was a champion. I played competitive soccer my whole life. And so I had this element to me that I knew I was a champion and I could express that in other areas of my life. And that's exactly what I did. I would set my mindset, okay, I, you know, I'm in sales. So there's a lot of goal setting and a lot of, a lot of focusing, but I'm like, if I could just get this, then I can prove to myself that I can do it. And then I would do it. And then I would set the next goal and I would just keep kind of climbing and climbing and climbing. And eventually you prove to yourself that you can. And that is an incredible, incredible feeling. So in the beginning of this episode, I had said that I was going to talk about a couple of things. I was going to talk about why mindset matters. And it's because you can absolutely break through any limited belief that you have or that maybe has been cast on you from growing up. And then I talked a little bit about the generational scarcity mindset, which is also handed to us sometimes. And I'm going to geek out on that on some future episodes. And then, you know, I just talked a little bit about the climbing. There's a lot of pros and cons to climbing, and we'll talk about this a lot in the High Achievers Club. But, you know, on the pros side of things, you start to find out what you're really made of. You start to find out what your strengths are. You start developing them. When you start showing your strengths, you start inspiring other people. So this whole climbing the corporate ladder thing is really awesome and comes with so many gifts and not only for yourself, but for others. And there's also a lot of cons. And uh, the tagline for this podcast is success without sacrifice. And after spending 20 years in sales now, it's so funny to say that because I started off, my first job was actually at Chick-fil-A, which was awesome. I used to put nuggets in my apron and eat them. Maybe that's gross, but it was pretty awesome. And then I got a job at the dollar store in the mall and I was minimum wage dollar store employee. So that's really part of my story. But I progressively found new opportunities and new jobs. And I went from the dollar store to a small electronic store called Concept Stores. And that is how I got introduced into sales. And I'm just going to tell you a quick side story and then I'm going to wrap up with the climbing piece that I was just on. So it was next door to the dollar store. Concept stores was next door to just a book. And I remember the owner telling me like, hey, I'm going to pay you higher than the dollar store. So that had me there because I you know, was 18 and I wanted to make more money. And then the other part he told me was, you're going to make commission. And I was like, I'm going to make a what? He's like, you're going to make commission. I'm like, tell me what that means. He's like, you're going to make a percentage of everything you sell. And I'm thinking, 
and I actually said it out loud. I'm like, so let me get this straight. You're going to pay me more to do my job. He's like, yes. I'm like, he's like, you literally get paid a percentage of everything you sell. I'm like, well, then I'm going to sell a lot. And he's like, I hope you do. So that whole concept of commission just like blew my mind. And then I started making money and that led me to wanting to make more, <laughs> to be honest. But I started also expressing my strengths and figuring out that this is something I really enjoyed. I was solving problems. I was helping, you know, sales can seem sleazy to some people, but it's actually one of the most helpful things that you, everyone needs help with something. People buy things and services because they have a pain or because they're looking to gain something. So if you are in touch with what you sell, if you offer a service or a product and you believe that it actually can transform the person or an experience that they're having, then it ends up being one of the most awesome careers to have. And I, I feel really grateful to have my sales career. But in the pursuit of you know money and leadership and all the different things that has come over the last 20 years, there's also been some costs. And the costs have been um, pretty severe. At the height of my own personal cost, I ended up diagnosed with two anxiety disorders, adult ADHD, autoimmune disease. Even though I was making six figures, I was still living paycheck to paycheck because I had overextended myself. And I had troubled relationships with my kids and with my husband. And um, things were just really in a dark, dark place. And I came to a breaking point, which I'll share on a different episode. I shared a little bit in the trailer, so you can go back to the trailer and listen to that. But I am going to table that for another episode. But I do want to share that, you know, once I had the awareness that I was suffering and so was my family, I was like, there has to be a way to go about success in a way that's fulfilling, makes a difference in people's lives. I'm all about impact. So, I thought to myself, there has to be a way that I can have success and I can have this career that I love without so much sacrifice. And so then I went on this journey to find success without sacrifice. And I'm going on five years now. And I have to say that my mission has been successful. And not only has it been successful, but I've experienced the most miraculous connections, outcomes, and new ways of being that I didn't think was possible. So I'm really excited to share that with you too as we go on this journey together in the High Achievers Club. So again, thank you for listening to a little bit about my story. And on episode two, we'll be going more into the cost of compromise, which is a big topic that I have. And in another episode, we'll get into a little bit more about the success without sacrifice. So we'll talk a lot more about those two things in the upcoming two episodes. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Well, hackers, that concludes today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, share on social, follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, all at the same handle at Becca Powers 1313. Share this episode, 
tag me in it. And if you really, really love the episode, please rate and review it too. It's the best way to show a podcast host some love. Like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg said, till the next episode. See you then.